Hello and welcome back to Dive Into The Mind with Ellen L. Uh, and if it's your first time, we're just going to welcome you to our little podcast. We're excited that you're here and excited that you're listening. Um, so you can find us on Spotify, Dive Into The Mind with Lauren and Lauren. And we're just wanting to remind you to rate us and turn on them dang notifications. Dang, dang notifications. <laughs> Ooh, that was more just doing a little intro. That was so cute. Um, but yeah, welcome back to Diamond to the Mind with, you know, LNL. So today's episode's topic is relationships. Um, I personally really want to do this episode because the more I am pushing out of college and the more I am kind of really diving into my little mind in adulthood, of like myself personally I really have been reflecting on like relationships and like relationships with families and romantic relationships and God and friendships and really just trying to look at relationships as a whole and really wanting healthy relationships um and positive relationships in my life so I figured we would take 30 minutes to really discuss like good old relationships and the importance of them and maybe teach you guys something or Maybe if you're struggling with relationships, whether that be romantically, a friend, God, um, or spiritually, if you don't believe in God, that's perfectly fine, but, you know, spiritually, everyone has different beliefs, so any higher power um, or family, we can give you some insight of our own lives and own issues and how we resolve those issues and so forth, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, honestly excited for this episode because I feel like it's a really important topic and it's um, a big piece of, like social life and part of living in general I mean I feel like you have to have relationships just to kind of get anywhere in life whether it's um (coughs) sorry uh whether it is with work or you know family friends or whatnot you you gotta have some people there to kind of guide you no exactly I'm also pointing out that I'm wearing real clothes today so a piece of (laughs) advice of today put on real clothes at least once a week and it will make you feel like a beautiful goddess or a handsome man like if you put on jeans and a t-shirt it's so wonderful but be successful be successful for me but yeah so i think the first thing i really want to talk about with lauren is i want to talk about like parental relationships i'm just gonna go ahead and dive into that so we are both in our early 20s and i feel like when i was a kid my relationship with my parents was very like you're the parent via i'm the kid and i feel like i was very afraid to like speak my mind and like tell them like how I feel because I was like they're the parent and I'm the kid but I feel like as I've gotten older my relationships with my parents have gotten so much better like I just had a wonderful conversation with my mom today about life and like after college life and like my interest and it was really good and really positive and like I know some of you out there probably don't have that but like I don't know just talk to your parents like that's like my number one tip of advice is like talking to your parents about how you feel because I think as a child I like really straight away from like talking to my parents because I was like oh no like I'm gonna get in trouble for like how I feel or like I differ from them and like certain beliefs but then I'm like now I can talk to my parents about anything like I think I tell my parents too much about my life and it doesn't even have to just be your parents but like um somebody who's like a like a parental parental figure yeah or somebody who just kind of is taking care of you your whole life that you just have like a good like um guardian figure in your life because i know like a lot of people struggle with their relationships with their parents it doesn't matter if um you know you try and you talk to them it's just like it's not anything that you're doing wrong if you're making that effort to go out of your way and talk to them and you know try and form that relationship or bond like that's 
already great in itself because you're making the effort to try and go out and create that connection. So anybody that is just like a head honcho figure in your life. So um, I have a question for you, Lauren. When was the point? You have a great relationship with your mom. I do. Like, my mom is like my mom. best friend. I love her so much. I mean, literally since the day I was born, like, and <laughs> ever <laughs> since um, I've gotten like older, everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, you look just like your mom." I'm like, "Thank you." I think you do. I think Thank you, you guys like you look. You, your mom and your grandma look exactly like, and it's, yeah. it's like seen triple. And I'm like, you just see the whole generation, like the whole generation one. It's beautiful. But my question was like. When did you start seeing your mom and your dad as, like, a person instead of, like, your mom and dad? Um, honestly, I have to say it was probably, like, uh, right in, like, high school. And, um, I think that's because I, that's when I, like, started getting more freedom. Mm -hmm. And not to say, like, that's a bad thing, but, um, you know, I feel like when you start, like, driving and you start getting a job and you start, like, doing things on your own a little bit more, that's when you kind of start doing things for yourself and you start realizing, like, how to care for yourself. So that way, when you do, like, go to your parents, it's not just about life. Like, you can talk to them about um, – or it's not just, not just about life, but, like, it's about <laughs> – sorry, I don't know how to say this. Um, but when you go to your parents, it's not about – like just living situations and stuff you can go to them a little bit about more things and just advice and stuff so I have to say it's probably like um maybe like my sophomore year of high school because like middle school and stuff I feel like that's when you're still like asking your parents to take you places mm -hmm. or like buy food or buy you the new game or first things date. like that first date or it's like you can't really go to them for advice I feel like you know you're in like your angsty teenage yeah. phases it's the years where you're like I don't think I should be doing this but I'm doing it yeah anyway. exactly you're kind of like those little secrets so I feel like once you get into high school you can start relaxing a little bit more and parents like hopefully your parents become like a little bit more lenient I feel like um me and Lauren have two completely different relationships with our family, and <laughs> yes. I think it's kind of good because then we can give you, like, insights on both sides, because my family is very, very close together, and we all have a great relationship with each other, so, um... Lauren's, Lauren's dynamic with her mom has taught me to learn how to be, I guess, I'm kinder to my mom, I guess, since, because mm -hmm. I was raised, like, I feel like... And you can correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like your friend, your friendship with your mom is wonderful. Like, but you guys are, you guys are so comfortable with each other and so like friendshiply with mm -hmm. each other. I feel like you're so comfortable going to her things. I feel like because I was raised where my mom was the discipline. Because right. I grew up in a divorced household, which I'm not ashamed to say. So like, my mom had to be both parents for a while. Right. She had, she had to, be, to like, be cautious. Exactly. Right. She had to be like the discipline, the mm -hmm. provider, and like the. She, I don't know if she was a friend. I feel like now that I'm in my 20s, she's more so. A friend, but um, it's like when I was growing up, she's like she had to be all three of those things. Mm -hmm. So it was very hard for me to like, I create think, that other relationship, create like the friendship. And uh, granted, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't really try super hard because I was like one of those daughters who were like, I want to be friends with my mom. She's my mom. <laughs> but in reality, now I like really want to be best friends with my mom. And I know my mom listens to this podcast, so hi, mom. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I am like now wanting to be best friends with my mom and like really like have a glass of wine with her and like sit down and be like so what's the tea mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't know she, I don't think she knows what the tea means but <laughs> I think as when I was a kid because she had to be all those things I didn't really get to develop the relationship you have with your mom like the mm -hmm. friendship side because yeah. like when I go to my mom it's more so of like 
okay, I need advice, mm-hmm. or I need to be disciplined right now, or I need, like, something's happening in my life, and I'm trying to kind of stray away from that now. I was like, I'm just calling to check on you. Yeah. I'm just calling to see how you are, because I'm at the age where I've realized, I, I, it took me a while, like, I'm going to be completely honest, it took me until about this year to realize my mom has her own issues. Yeah. Like, I struggle with, you know, anxiety and, like, some other, you know, things, and I'm like, my mom has the same, my mom has issues as well. Like, she's got right. her own life. She's got a job. She's got, you know, still still kids. She's got a marriage to upheld. And, like, I think you get to a certain point in your life where, like, your parents are people, mm-hmm. too. They right. happen to be the ones who birthed you and raised you, but, like, <laughs> they also have issues of their own. Right. And you grow, once you grow up, you realize, like, and you start, like, getting into your own life and making your own life plans and everything, you start to realize that they are more than just, like, your, your parent. parent. Like, they have they have feelings. And, and, like, I think a lot of the times I forgot that growing up is, like, mm-hmm. oh, my mom has feelings. Yeah, and then and you, like, you feel like, excuse my French, but you feel like a like an asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, sometimes we say stuff to our parents and they're like, we hurt their feelings. Yeah. And I think you forget that. So as a, I just want to, like, point that out there. Like, as a, you know, young 20-year-old or young teenager, just know, like, your parents do have feelings, and, like, you can hurt their feelings, and you can, like, put them in uncomfortable situations. Like, they're still human. Right. And that, But I think that's also the beauty in parental relationships is, like, realizing, okay, this human took the time to, mm-hmm. like, nurture me and care about me. Right. And because, like I said, I came from a divorce, divorce situation, so, like, one of my parents is just, like, gone, and that's great, but it's, like, Parents don't have to, mm-hmm. and so I they, think they do choose to take care. They of you. choose to take care of you, and I think as I've gotten older, it's really helped my relationships with my parents because I have an awesome stepdad. Like mm-hmm. he is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Shout out to you! I know you're listening too because I made you download the app to listen to it. But <laughs> um, he's like one of the best things that's ever happened to me, and it's you know that relation, that friendship relationship that I now I'm developing with my mom. I had that with my dad. Right. Like, I've had that for years. Like I can call my dad and say the dumbest things and like. <laughs> Like, sometimes I just text him to text him. Like, I get bored and bother him, poke right. him, and, like, probe him and just annoy him because I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. Like, it's it's something that I love. But, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. But then my sex, second question is, like, when do you think your parents started to see you as your own uh, entity? Like, your own being. Obviously, like, parents are always going to see you yeah. as. Their baby. Their baby and their <laughs> child. Um, I was having a conversation conversation with my dad a couple weekends ago. He was like, you're always going to be like our daughter. You're always mm-hmm. going to be like our child. And he's like, you can't, we can't help but want to input in your life. Exactly. But it's like, but I think they have now recognized that I am my own identity and I'm going to make my own mistakes and my mm-hmm. own, my own path. So yeah. when do you think your parents realized that you... Again, it was probably high school because, um, like, the thing is, is about your parents, like, they love you and they want to do everything for you and make sure that you're going on the right track. But at the same time, they do have to take that step back and let you learn your lessons and figure out, you know, how to kind of navigate your own life. I mean, like, if your parent does everything for you and you're spoon-fed your entire life, you don't know how to do, like, the basic needs to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in high school, like, that's when my mom took the step back and was like, okay, so this is your own life and I'm not going to, you know, control it because you need to figure out what works best for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe if procrastinating until, you know, 11 o'clock at night to turn in a paper at 11.59 works best for you, then, you know what, go ahead and do it. But, I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that you need to get your paper done, you need to get your paper done. 
And I think, feel like that's, like, the best part about, like, my relationship with my mom is that she let me do my own thing, and which helped me in the long run for moving out into college and, you know, navigating my own path because now I know how to do stuff for myself. I know how to oh, cook. Yeah. I know how to clean. I know how to do my laundry because she, even though I hated it at the time because I was thinking, like, oh, you know, in the beginning, oh, this was great, this was great, but now I'm like, oh, crap, you know, I got to <laughs> figure out how to take care of myself. But that's a good thing because now that I'm at college, I wasn't scared to be here by myself. Yes, it was sad, but I know how to take care of myself and I know how to make myself food when I'm hungry and I know how to keep myself, you, you know, know how to healthy. Hold, hold your own. Exactly. I feel like that's good parenting. I feel like I feel like every every parent is different, but I feel like good parenting is realizing that like, okay, you've raised a child who can like live on its own exactly and, like take care of itself and you know obviously it's gonna go through mistakes and trials and errors but it's like yeah and have like, a good moral compass <laughs> exactly and i think that's the biggest thing is having a good moral compass and i feel like that's how you know both of our you know all of our parents have done a good job for me and lauren mm-hmm. it's like we're not terrible people um yes we struggle and we do make <laughs> mistakes granted but we're, we're um, not terrible <laughs> people um we're usually very genuine and kind and honest with each other and like we're very transparent with our parents which i think is a really good thing but yeah i don't know i love parents especially good ones i don't know because I, I like i said and i'll say this again like i was a child of divorce so like i take i don't take for granted like good mm-hmm. parents and i feel like growing up I, it, a lot of kids i think when you become an adult you realize how good right and how grateful you are for your parents yeah and like one thing that i learned from my mom like growing up and my dad i mean like they the way they were raised obviously is a lot different mm-hmm. from their how, generation their generation but i always remember her telling me as you know we're having certain conversations and things like that that she tried to do the same thing with her parents and i love my grandparents they're amazing but you know sometimes they can be very tough on you in certain ways and i totally understand that but, you know, my mom always told me in certain situations, you know, like, my dad never did this for me. And I always wanted to make sure that, you know, you and your brother felt comfortable coming to me about certain things. Because I want you to know, you know, that I'm going to be there to help you through certain issues and problems that you go along with or uh, come along from. So I, that's what I always loved about my mom is that she literally took the time to think about how she wanted to raise us and make sure that she knew or to make sure that we know we can go to our parents for help if we absolutely need it Mm -hmm. and that we're not just gonna fall into this pit and you know she's always going to be there to help us like pick up the pieces yeah my mom said something similar the other day because you know like i said i'm transitioning out of college and like i was like i have like this anxiety in the back of my head that i'll end up homeless by the end of next year (laughs) i'm like i'm not gonna have a place to live i'm gonna be so homeless jobless but i'm like i know that's not gonna happen because i'm a hard worker and like Mm -hmm. we're gonna i'm gonna have a place to live exactly um but she's always like you know you always have a home with me and it made me feel good because i'm like I don't want to go back home, but I know if I absolutely need to, Yeah, I have that comfort space. And that's exactly why they're saying that. Like, mm-hmm. they want you to do things on your own, but at the same time, if, if you fail, fail, like, you're not going to fall. And, like, and I also think, like, necessarily, like, failing isn't a bad thing. Like, failing is, to me, the definition of failing is, like, you give it up completely. That's failing. Like, yeah. to me, it's just like, oh, it doesn't work out right now. Like, if I end up not getting a job or getting a, a decent enough paying job mm-hmm. to support myself right after college, it's okay if I go back home. Yeah. I help my parents out with a few things, like the dog, like the clean the house, you know, right. being like a decent human being to them because they mm-hmm. did everything growing up. 
Um, and then eventually saving up and moving to my own place. That's right. not a failure. That's just no. a, a detour of what I originally exactly. wanted. Exactly. It gives you a chance to kind of step back, you know, pick yourself back up again, redo your footing. And, you know, sometimes you just got to start from square one again, and that's okay. But that's what they're there for. That's what, you know, your guardians are there to do. They're supposed to help you get there, just not doing it for you. <laughs> do you have um, one thing that you bond with your parents about? Like, what's the thing that you bond with? Um, okay, so obviously my mom. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> I, know what, I know what one of them is. I'm not, I just met your dad, so I don't really know, like. My dad and I bond a lot over our music, but a lot of times, like, we'll have, like, late night conversations. Like, when I come home from college, like, I usually stay up later than my mom because she goes to bed early because she has to get up so early. I love her, though. Um, so me and my dad will just have like late night conversations. A lot of times it's about music because we both love music and he was in a quartet. It was so cool. I did not know that. Yes. He was in a quartet. And, um, so a lot of times we'll like, uh, bond over music and stuff like pentatonics. If you've ever heard of them, they're so good. Um, you should go listen to them. But, um, with my mom, we bond a lot over art because she, um, did a lot of art like when she was in college so um, now that I'm in college and <laughs> I'm doing a bunch of art, now we're bonding over pottery a lot, and we're trying to start our own pottery business. Um, and then the other half to that is getting our toes done. Like, literally, going to get our toes done is, like, I don't know. It's this whole thing, and we just sit down together, and we just talk over literally anything and everything, and it's just, like, such a good time. <laughs> but what I about like you? That. So for... My dad is Alabama football. Um, he was, like, hey, my dad's a huge Alabama football fan, and so, like, I'm a huge Alabama football fan. <laughs> and, like, and we, we dapper in politics together. I can always talk to my dad about politics or, like, something I'm interested in. And, like, guns. <laughs> I, mean, I love <laughs> guns. And then, but, yeah, I learned football because of my dad. I'll sit there and watch football all day with him. She's a country girl. Oh, yeah, I'm a country girl. I, I want to say more Southern, but then the next thing is with my mom would be, like, this is going to sound so weird, but luxury bags. Um, oh, yeah. Me and my mom, a good Louis Vuitton. I know that sounds so privileged. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to make it sound privileged at all, but I am fortunate enough to have um, my mom. She really um, is into, like, Tiffany and Louis, so with like luxury not luxury fashion but like brands like louis and tiffany or something that my mom really connect on um and then oh and then we like relaxing i'm trying to get into the whole massage thing with her because she really loves that but she likes her alone time it's kind of hard to squeeze into my mother's massage time but i like it because <laughs> it feels so nice those things are so good but yeah bags me and my mom really bond over bags um I go into her closet and I try to take things and <laughs> hope she doesn't notice, but she noticed because she like OCDs them all. Um, but that's like our, our two little things. My dad and I is just football, guns, and politics. I know I can always, and sometimes music actually. Like, yeah. I think we have that in common. My dad listens to like ACDC, like very mm -hmm. old school, like rock. Very old school <laughs> rock. Um, but yeah, I love both my parents. They're really good parents um they're annoying but they're really good parents <laughs> well i mean all parents are gonna be a little bit annoying but i feel like that's like the best part i feel like i, I miss them a 
a crap ton right now. Um, but there's a storm coming, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to see them. But <laughs> I actually do miss them, and I, <laughs> they're going to, like, hold this above my head because I'm saying that. And I don't say that often, but I miss them a lot. Yeah, we're um, literally, like, in the path of this hurricane that's coming, and it's supposed to hit Friday. And we're, like, hoping that it, like, dissipates. Disappears. <laughs> but also just for the people that I know it's going to hit. Like, I really am sending love and good thoughts all to the Florida. And, like... Please stay safe. Because it's... I just, the weather is so unpredictable. But the another thing I wanted to talk about was like um, friendships. There's so many relationships, but like friendships. I feel like right now, um, this one would be this little small one would be smart because I feel like we always talk about friendships. But we do. <laughs> I feel like I'm just gonna say this: making sure that your friendships are healthy mm-hmm. and that you also get alone time. But making sure your relationships are genuine is like my biggest thing. Like. I've noticed, I don't know, I've been, like, feeling out all of my friends. That might sound bad, but I've been, like, feeling out all of my friends kind of, like, getting the ick on some of them. <laughs> but yeah. Kind of make sure that they're benefiting you just as much as you're benefiting them. Yeah, and not in, like, a beneficiary, like, trade situation. Like, it shouldn't be, like, okay, when we grow up, like, you know what I mean? It shouldn't be like that. It yeah, should yeah, be yeah. more of so of, like, Motivation. in terms of motivation, yeah. happiness, um, genuine quality of life mm-hmm. and also um, good quality conversations is like my biggest thing in friendships right now because yeah. I really like we had a conversation yesterday in, about politics with uh, one of your new friends mm-hmm. I'm hoping she becomes one of my new friends she's very sweet she's so great um, she's great but but I love having friends where I can discuss anything and everything happening in the world because yeah. I'm a huge conversator I, I love you just having conversations on anything and not mm-hmm. yelling, just basically, like... Having a good, deep discussion without, yeah. like, offending other people or being able to sit down and have that type of conversation without, like, it becoming awkward. Awkward, and because I'm a perspective person. I yeah. want to hear other people's perspectives, especially people's perspectives who are opposite of mine, because right. it makes me learn. Like, I think a lot of the times we grew up in households where... Our parents teach us something, and for granted, they're teaching us something because they want us to create viewpoints and things mm-hmm. about the world and keep traditions going. But I think when we come to college, we recognize that, like, there's not one right way to do something. Never. And, or right, one right way to think. And what I love about the school that we go to is there's so many different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And I love having friends with the complete opposite viewpoint of mine because I'm like, no, tell me why. Like, will I agree with you? Most of the time, probably not. But, yeah. like, will I listen to your viewpoint and hear you out? Yes, because maybe there's something in my standpoint that I now want to change right. because of your perspective or because of your experience. Exactly. Um, and so that's, like, my biggest thing right now in friendships. And also just recognizing that, my friends are going to disappoint me at least 1% of the time. And that's something that yeah. I'm realizing. Like, a lot of... That doesn't mean they're not my friend anymore, but a lot of the times I recognize that, like, okay, some of my friends' behavior will disappoint me sometimes because I also have to recognize my behavior mm-hmm. will sometimes disappoint my friends sometimes. And it's not holding it against them, but realizing they're human. Exactly. And they're going to disappoint me sometimes or break promises or, or screw up in some form of way. And But then not making it a point where I need to always address it. Right. Because that's okay. Like, we all make mistakes. And, like, in friendships, it's just like having a relationship, you know, with, like, a lover. Like, you're going to have fights and you're going to have issues. But if your relationship is perfect to the point where you can't have, like, a single fight or something. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. There's nothing genuine there. No. Because relationships... 
real relationships are the relationships that you can bounce back from. Exactly. Because I was telling Lauren when we were walking to the studio today, I was like, it's not love that keeps a marriage or a friendship mm -hmm. together. It's how you battle life. It's how one pushes you, how one person pushes you to do something better and the other person pushes them to do something better. It's how you balance life together, mm -hmm. the, the trials. Like I was watching this TikTok video and it was like, um, this person didn't stay with their friend or the lover for multiple years. He's like, love is too strong of an emotion to feel that for such a long time. It's, it's making the person become who they are today. Yeah. Like, I'm not in a relationship, but I am in like multiple friendships, and I'm realizing a lot of my friendships have made me become who I am today. They have made me made. They helped me make big decisions in my life. They helped me, you know, decide something that was hard or like be, you know, not make a bad decision in my mm -hmm. life. So it's like making sure you have people around you who make you the best version of you that you can be. Right. And, and in order to do that, you're going to have to butt heads sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's, it's how you come back exactly. is what defines the friendship. Like when Lauren and I, we were so close freshman year and it was almost to the point, I think we got too, too close. close. And we ended up having a huge fight along with another one of our old friends. And it hurt really bad because we were all so close. And I know that we were all super scared after that because we were so close. We didn't really have any other friends. So coming back after that was really hard. And I think it helps that um, we all ended up joining another friend group with relatively the same people. So we ended up, me and Lauren at least, ended up getting back in touch. And I have to say, I would not, like, regret that for the entire world. Like, I am so happy. Like, we may not be friends with those people now, but I am so happy that, you know, at that moment in my life, like, we became friends again because now we are probably closer than ever. And because of that huge fight, we realized, like, how dumb it was. It was so dumb. It was, it was so, so dumb. dumb. And it was one of those things that it just, like, we kind of base all of our fights off of that one fight now. Like, every time we, like, have a disagreement or something, we're like, like, that's dumb. Like, yeah. you remember when we fought about like, this? Like, it's dumb. I can walk away now. And what the beauty in that is I'm not afraid to tell Lauren how I feel. Like, yeah. honestly, I'm not going to be like, Lauren, you look terrible today. How? <laughs> why would you wear that? No. <laughs> like, I'm not going to offend her. I'm obviously going to be, like, a nice, kind human being. But, like, if there's something that she's, like, crossed the line over, and I'm mm -hmm. hoping it's the same for me. Yeah, I can express that and not have to worry about Lauren being like, y oh, Hello? Oh no. Oh no. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Lauren has to open the door and we're gonna pray it's like someone we know. So stay tuned for the tea. And by tea, I mean the five seconds that it's going to take Lauren to walk from the chair to the door. Um, who's at the door? Oh, it's our friend, our good old guest from last time. Hello, I'm back. Okay, but anyway, like I was saying, um, I'm not afraid to tell Lauren anything. Like it's it's gotten to the point where if something happens in my life or if something or if I feel like Lauren has like crossed the line or I've crossed the line, I'm okay with going to her. Um, and I've also learned how to like have my healthy space. Like some days mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to come over or I don't want to be near you. It's not that I don't love you. I just want to go sit down and like take a break, take a break, <laughs> which I mean, I do the exact same thing. And that's OK, like to have those healthy breaks, because that is another thing that makes the relationship stronger. As I've noticed from friends that I've had, like in elementary school and high school and whatnot, like I had to take breaks from so many friends because they would just annoy the crap out of me. But it was like, you know, three days later, I was like, okay, I like you again. And that's okay. Cause sometimes like 
people can just be too much for you, you know? Yeah. I also want to point out that, like, Lauren also, Lauren, I always say Lauren has her her life together more than mine. I really don't. But Lauren also makes me, like, <laughs> Lauren also makes me, like, not make bad decisions, but I think I also make her not stress out as much she stresses yeah. out. I am such a high anxiety person. And I'm surprised that I have not been like medicated for this yet. But um, Lauren keeps me grounded. <laughs> like literally, I feel like we keep each other grounded because yeah. we go through periods of just like super anxiety. Absolutely. And I feel like we, when we get together, like we just kind of calm each other down, talk each other through the situation. And it makes us feel better, even though the situation probably hasn't changed. Talking it out and laying everything out in front of you and just picking up what is in the here and now and the present makes things so much better because these past two weeks I feel like have been super crazy for us Mm -hmm. and we (laughs) thought that we were going to be okay this week and then it also came crashing down again and um, literally but what I think worked best for us was putting down what we had to do like each day and I feel like it made this week go by pretty good yeah it did all right next thing I really want to hit is romantic relationships um so I'm gonna let Lauren start this one off because I feel like she's really (laughs) she's like the best one to talk to for romantic relationships I feel like I I like am in a season of what they call um singleness and I'm enjoying it um I'm not mad about it but all right Lauren I'm gonna let you hit this one all right Well, as y'all know, I am engaged. Um, We've been together for about four years now. It's been four years? Pretty much. In December, it'll be four years. We're, like, right at, like, three That's a whole college degree right there. I know, right? Um, (laughs) But I definitely have learned a lot since then, and I know that y'all are going to be like, wow, really? But the best, the best advice that I could give you is literally communication. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I know that you hear that so often, But if you do not talk to your partner, it will not end well. Like, it just will not end well. Because you are going to be living together for the rest of your life, if that is what you want to do. But, you know, you have to talk to each other about feelings or, you know, your job or whatnot. Things that are stressing you out. Like, you have to talk to each other so that way you know what is going on. And not only that, but, like, after living together for a certain certain period of time and communicating like you're you're gonna learn each other's um like moods and uh, what's the word i'm trying to figure out um what is that word um oh god not statures what is it like <laughs> vibes that sounds so millennial um just you're gonna learn like you know when to mess with your fiance and you know when not to i guess i don't yeah. know how to explain it like you know you know what What's the word? Of? Well, Goodwill Hunting uses it as idiosyncrasies. Like, you know your partner's idiosyncrasies. There, there you go. go. Idiosyncrasies. So you learn That's each other, basically. Movie. Yeah. But uh, you basically, you, like, figure out when, um, you know, your partner needs help or they need something going on. And honestly, these past three weeks, Christian and I have been um, figuring that out <laughs> quite recently. <laughs> Because um, living together, like, I usually take care of all the house stuff, but I've just been getting really stressed this week with all my work, and I've been really behind, and he's been... He's been... I he's saw been helping him. out. He's been cleaning up, and he's been making dinner, and he's just been making sure that I'm, like, staying on the grind, and now this is, like, the first time I've actually had some free time, so now I'm going to be getting back on track, and I'm probably going to be helping push him this time, so... Um, but, yeah, basically, just 
communication is definitely the best part and making sure that you guys are um, just doing like fun stuff together. Like, I know that sounds lame, but... Y'all do cute <laughs> stuff. Y'all do stuff that works for you. And I think that's something that Lauren and Christian have taught me is doing stuff that works for your, you mm-hmm. as a couple. But you have to have fun. Like, if you're if you're constantly going to be doing... Like, yes, you're constantly going to be doing stuff together. You're going to be doing life together. But, like, at the same time, you need to make sure that you guys are taking breaks, like, from your life and doing stuff together fun, away from, like, work and away from, like, you know... I don't know how, I don't want this to sound bad, like, but taking a break from, like, the relationship of, you know, being, like, lovers, like, yeah. be, be friends. friends, you have to learn to be best friends before you can, romantically like, involve yourself, right, exactly, and I know, like, a lot of people struggle with that, because, like, first dates and stuff, like, you just want to get straight to, like, the love, and that's great, like, if you can work that out, but I know with, like, Christian and I, I wanted to make sure that I really knew him, and I wanted to be best friends with him, and know, like, everything about him before I went through with, you know, like, being lovers with him and everything. And I feel like that is, like, the basis for our entire relationship is just being best friends as well as being lovers because that way we can talk that, things yeah. out and you have fun and, you know. You have that balance. Grounded. Yeah, it's a great balance. Because it's like you guys can both push yourselves with it out. It doesn't always have to be, like, this romantic entity. Like, obviously that's there, but it's like I've seen you two just joke and laugh and, like, have yeah. a good time and, like, and it also feels like, for me, as, like, being both of your friends, mm-hmm. it allows me to feel comfortable in the space. Like, I'm not like, yeah. Ugh, oh, this is a couple. Love. But no. Like, but, like, it's, like, they're friends. So exactly. It's like, it's, like, I can sit there and have a whole conversation with both of you, and it, it feels like I'm just talking to all, all of us. Like, right. it's not this weird third reeling mm-hmm. effect. And I think that's, like, something that I've always, like, appreciated about y'all's relationship, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I can see the love. And, like, that's why I've, I've told Lauren she's actually taught me a lot about healthy, like, romantic relationships because it's, like, it's not, it's, like, this welcoming, you're, like, a welcoming family, if that makes sense. Oh, like, it's, you. like, it's very welcoming, it's very genuine, it's very, like, yes, we are together, but, like, come on to the house, mm-hmm. let's all watch a movie, and I don't feel uncomfortable, I don't feel like a third wheel, I feel like I'm just with my friends. Right, exactly. And I feel like another thing is, is, like, um like fights and stuff too like yes you're gonna fight and it's really frustrating because then you're just not gonna want to talk to each other but you have to talk it out (laughs) um but I feel like being friends allows you to kind of like joke with each other especially when you're fighting so that way it's like you can mess with each other and it lightens the mood and then you're able to talk about the situation yeah I think you guys you guys communicate well yeah communicate I'm serious communication is key I know that sounds so cheesy but you guys just have to talk to each other like that's like the main important thing in a relationship but enough about my lovey-dovey side Lauren it is your turn because Lauren and I have literally the exact opposite like loving relationships we have such different lives in terms of relationships in terms of like after this year it's gonna be so interesting um yeah so I'm single. I've been out of a relationship for probably like, well, technically it's only been like up two months now, I guess. I'm going to say, not the previous relationship I was in, I want to say like long lasting longevity. It's been about two years, but um, I think from a single point, a standpoint of view, it's like don't rush it. I feel like I have a bad habit of rushing my love life because all of my friends are in very serious relationships and like planning their lives with this person. And I'm like, wait a minute, where's mine? Like, did I like miss a step? But then I'm like, I'm a person who believes in God, so I'm going to go ahead and get into the God-spiritual relationship type of situation. But 
I trust God and I trust that my plan right now doesn't need a person attached to it. So I'm gonna let all the single ladies and men know, don't feel incomplete because you don't have a person. Like, I think my biggest pet peeve is when people try to use like the fact that I don't have a man attached to me against me. Well, you're not in a relationship, so you can't be, you know, that good of a person. Right. You're not you're not married. I don't see you like you're not gonna end up having kids like that, like trying to use that against me. Mm-hmm. It's like my biggest pet peeve. And also recognizing that like you don't need to be in a relationship. Like don't jump yeah. into a relationship just because you feel lonely. And mm-hmm. that is like my biggest thing right now is realizing that like my season of singleness is a blessing right now. And I know everyone says everyone jokes about that in the godly sense of saying that's just what single people say to make themselves feel better. But like, no, like I know if I was in a serious relationship right now, I wouldn't be putting in what I need to put into myself to become better after this year and this year in my life is a huge year it's a big year of transition it's a big year of really figuring out what lauren needs to do and i know that like if i get into a relationship i'm gonna be so focused on like figuring out where they're going and like oh well i'm in love with them now so i need to make sure we're together and it's just like i don't need that right now and it's being honest with yourself and realizing when you need a romantic relationship in your life and obviously like love comes and the person that is meant for you is going to come probably when you least expect it but like sometimes recognizing that you don't need one and like right now i'm in a season where i don't need one and i'm happy about it like i dated a person like a couple months ago and I was like I don't want to be in this I thought I was I I was lonely like romantically but I'm like oh I don't want to be in this and I immediately knew the immediately moment when they asked me to be their girlfriend I was like oh this is great I'm in a relationship again I feel so but then I was like I don't want to be in this and my body language instantly changed I didn't want to be around that person I like was like please get out of my house like and it wasn't like in a mean way I was just like I don't want to be in a relationship right now I feel trapped I feel I like my time and I know when I'm in a place in my life and I know it's not going to be this perfect timing. It's like with kids. There's never a perfect time to have kids, but you have them when it's your time. Like with relationship, it's like there's never a perfect time to like fall in love with somebody. It happens when it happens, but it's like I know right now I don't need to be in one. And so for all the single people out there feeling like, especially like leaving college because for women it is terrifying like i see all my friends getting engaged and getting you know married and like falling in love and going on dates look i haven't never had a valentine's in my entire life but i love myself and i know when i get with someone i'm going to be the best best version of myself that i can possibly be i'm gonna have my stuff together i'm gonna be able to pay my own bills my biggest thing is i don't need someone and that's like what I really wanted to, I wanted to achieve in my life is knowing that I don't need anyone. And I don't know if that's because I come from like divorce or whatever, but like I know I have done a good job in life if I can be okay by myself at the end of the night. You have to have a good relationship with yourself and know your needs before you get into a serious relationship because otherwise exactly. when you get in that relationship you you're don't depend- know what you but want. But you're dependent on them and I yeah. see a lot of women and men, especially our age, be so focused on finding the one and then they end up getting divorced by like 30 and I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, maybe if you actually spent time by yourself, you wouldn't be divorced. Like mm-hmm. it's just like recognizing that like what bothers me is like the world puts so much pressure, especially on women, to 
feel like they have to have a man. Mm-hmm. They have to have this. And I understand, like, yes, it's nice. It's nice to have a man. It's nice to, like, have a man love you and feel wanted. Because it, it, yeah. it's, like, the human purpose. It's, it's wanting to feel wanted and desired. But it's, like... You gotta rec- make sure you can take care of yourself, though, before you get exactly. into something like that. Because if you get into something like that, and then, yes, you do end up getting divorced, and you were so codependent on that person... You're gonna be... What you gonna, gonna do? You're gonna fall. What are you gonna do? Like, you're not gonna have no house, no job, no exactly. car. Like, what do you... So you gotta like, make sure you can take care of yourself. Exactly. And so, like, that's my biggest thing right now, is, like, you know, if I meet someone, I meet someone great, but also recognizing that, like, hey... I'm working on me, you're a part of that, but I don't need you to be complete. Do you com- help complete me? Yes, but if you leave, I'm not gonna be upset about it. And I'm gonna be upset about it, but I'm just saying like, I'm not gonna be so devastated where I can't pick myself back up. And that's like my biggest thing right now is letting myself know that. So that's like my piece of advice for singles is just recognizing that like, maybe take a step back, recognize why you haven't met your person, and then take your season of singleness and use it as a blessing and use it to better yourself. And so when you do meet that person, you are good to them. You treat them amazingly. You treat yourself amazingly. And you're you're happy. But that also playing with my godly spiritual relationship is just like, if you're a God person, like pray and like figure out, you know, pray with what you want. Like pray about the man or woman or whomever you want to be with and god maybe will bless you with that or your spiritual higher power will bless you with that like make sure that your relationship with your soul and your heart is like positive before mm-hmm. you put yourself out into relationships but like that's all i had today what about you lauren yeah and right. um make sure that you treat somebody with the respect that you would want to be treated exactly them. don't don't be out here abusing people and you know negatively because guess what? It's not cool. It's not cool. It's not cool to manipulate and abuse and do all the negative things that people do. Mm-hmm. You know, be a kind person at the end of the day. But anyway, thank you for listening to Dive Into The Mind with LNL. Remember, you can find us on Spotify every Wednesday evening or sometimes Thursday morning, depending on <laughs> when we can upload. <laughs> and don't forget to rate and turn on them dang notifications. we we'll see y'all later. Bye. Thank y'all. <laughs>